Reddit's not as good as it used to be. Remember? It used yeah, to be like too many people on it now. That's what it is. It must be. It yeah. Be the best. Hello. Oh my god. Hello and welcome to Work Bitch. This is your host Steve actually. Thank you for joining us today on Work Bitch. That's where we bitch about work. You know what I used to really like is uh, wedding stories. <laughs> oh, like funny wedding stories. That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh my God. Weddings can be such a disaster. Yeah. I don't know why people like go through all the trouble a lot of the times. So, I don't know. It's just it's a lot. It's too much pressure. It's a lot. I mean, so I, I get it to some degree, but it's a lot. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like just the amount of things people want at their wedding. Like there was one wedding story I read where uh, it was someone who was doing like, I, I don't know what to call it, like decorations or something or aesthetics or whatever for the this wedding. And the okay. bride wanted like raspberry kernels to be thrown at like confetti. Those are so small. I know. Well, okay. So the problem the person making the post was having was that they were like, okay, like they were on the subreddit because they were asking for advice on how to separate the little berries. I would say blend it maybe and then like dry no, it out. No, because the bride was very specific. She wanted the individual tiny berries. Oh, like the red conf- part? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Geez. Yeah. She <laughs> wanted these like pulled apart and used as confetti. And like, you know how bad, how quickly raspberries go bad, right? Yeah, they get really squishy and they stain. Why would she want that? Well, okay. So someone was like, okay, what about the staining? Like she's aware that that's going to happen if she's wearing a white dress, right? And the person was like, yeah, no, that's part of her vision. Like she wants that. And I was like, what the fuck? And she was, she kept, the person kept saying like, you know, the bride is perfectly lovely. She just has a very specific vision that she really wants to make happen. (laughs) I think they... Because they couldn't freeze the berries to pull them apart because then they just ended up being mushy when they were defrosted. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then just like pulling them apart with tweezers would like fuck them up too. Like they had to be whole, the little berry bits of the raspberry. Um, (laughs) So I think what they ended up doing was like freezing them with nitrous or something. There's like some kind of. That smart, like dip and dot. Yeah. Like, yeah, like flash freezing them and then they could pull them apart. Um, but they had to do it like the night before the wedding so they wouldn't go bad, which was like, holy shit. Oh, I'm like, I want, yeah, I, want to see I know, right? I'm like, what did this even end up looking like? I mean, it sounds kind of cool, to be honest. And she, they said that the bride was paying like a lot for this service, especially because they had to do a practice run of it. Like they couldn't just do it once. They had to do it twice. To make sure they got the technique down and like everything. And it was like pounds and pounds and pounds of raspberries. And see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, this, is, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, for why? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm just, I don't know. Because I know you can make good money sometimes as a banquet server. But like, I'm not crazy about having to do those kinds of events. Because there just seems to be way too much pressure. Like, I did a couple of big events at you know in the in the banquet room yeah yeah um like the first one I did was a wedding party or something um 
I never really like people's wedding dresses all that much. Uh, it's it's very rare when I see yeah. a decent one. I'm like, really? That's that one? Really? I mean, a lot of the times they look like they're just made of polyester. And I'm just, I don't know. That, that like, fabric. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I hope you didn't pay like thousands and thousands of dollars for that. Because it looks kind of cheap. I mean, I even with good it, tailoring. Yeah. Oh, no. It's the tailoring can only do so much. I mean, yeah, you know, but I was watching Married at First Sight, that show, the reality mm. show, and their dresses were all just exactly this polyester, sheeny, Oof. thick material. They're <laughs> just like, oh. why? Well, I don't know. And like, even the lace can look kind of rough, too. I don't know. Like, lace is just produced so cheaply now that, like, like I have oh. lace, I have lace under my curtains. For the, you know, privacy that. reasons, but it's like super cheap lace and it looks cheap. Like oh, when you've cute. seen, yeah, that's but cute. when you've seen like antique <laughs> lace that's made by hand, you duh, know, that it's doesn't hard count. To... <laughs> you know, yeah, like duh. I well, know, you could get a dress with that. It'll cost you a bajillion dollars. I know. Well, and if you got like an actual antique Edwardian dress, like you'd have to have like a twenty-three inch waist just to fit in it, most likely. You know. Yeah, with like the corset thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what they were made for. But yeah, I was working this wedding um, with two other servers and like, I just didn't really like the bride's dress. That was my point. (laughs) Oh, I feel you. No, I've never really worked at a banquet. I literally have only passed out like wine at the most for like- Oh, really? Being like, here you go. Yeah, like (laughs) at the most or like stood there and poured wine. Like I've never- Oh man. I don't know. Yeah. Have you ever done like I, proper wine service? So no, I have. I mean, I used to work at Michael Mina. And so that mm-hmm. time it was like, we were there. They had like $10,000 bottles of wine. So it was, oh, like, God, it was insane. Pressure. It was so literally I grabbed a bottle of wine once off the table wrong. And it was like all hell broke loose. Like after <gasps> no. the sommeliers came up to me, like, how dare you? I was like, the guest literally shoved it in my hand. I'm not going <laughs> to put it down on the table. Like, that's insane. Like he just, as I was walking by, like, I'm sorry, I didn't grab it perfectly like this. Like I still grabbed <laughs> it like this, but the label wasn't like exactly turned right. And I was just like, dude, and I got really mad at him. And then yeah. he got mad at me about it and then mm-hmm. apologized. And then, um, he apologized and instead of being like oh accept your apology I was like it's okay but watch your mouth and then <laughs> don't come for me literally I was like I told him that and he's just like whoa I, like, I, don't, I don't tell you like don't talk to me like that it was crazy but yeah it was fine that was the yeah. end of the conversation I've tried to work it like at least apply it some nicer places but I think I'm a little too like uncouth <laughs> it's, yeah you have to maintain decorum at all times it's literally yeah. like so annoying like you have to be like you know like with your hands certain ways and stay yeah. ways which i don't i think i thought it was kind of fun but that place was not that great to like yeah i mean there's, it there's can be nice up. to have like a like a set like a set of rules for how you're right. supposed to act because that kind of takes some of the pressure out of trying to figure out what kind of personality you want to present to the customer. Oh, no, you don't have personalities. Right. Those kind of places. Which is like, yeah. that's <laughs> like, no. that would be fine with me because like, it's, it's so exhausting trying to maintain like a server persona just oh, so yeah, you can, no. like the guests can have a good experience. That's um, a lot of work. That's why I never did serving ever. Right. <laughs> I was really, I always said I would go nuts if I just had dropped off some food and asked if they need anything. And then they asked me for ketchup like a second later. Like I couldn't deal with that. Oh my God. Like yeah. I wouldn't be able to run. I, I wouldn't be able to like, and I always said that. And everyone's like, no, you should do it. Make more money. I was like, 
And no, like I'm absolutely <laughs> not. I'm never putting myself in that position where like yeah. to be, you know, but makes good money, I guess. But I don't know. It's it nice. can make good money. Although in the last few years, I think the money's kind of fallen off, to be honest, you know, because of like inflation yeah. or whatever. I believe it. It's yeah, that's where when I was hostessing, I usually made as much money as like the servers. It's like, oh, wow. I, yeah. So I think like, that was one place I worked and that was pretty much the case. So it wasn't like I ever had any urge to like go to that side. Yeah. I mean, if you're already making as much money, but you yeah. don't feel like you have to have a persona when you're host- hosting. Oh, no, no, no. I was a completely different person. Like oh, I okay. literally walked in, I was like, my whole my whole demeanor is completely changed. I don't know if you met me at work. I'm very upbeat, helpful, outgoing, very, mm-hmm. will go out of my way. But then, yeah, once I leave that place, it's just like, <laughs> gone. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, I have no idea. I got people over my house and I'm like, do you want water? Like, I don't know. My whole job was like hostessing and like making sure mm-hmm. everyone was okay and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I don't know. I just, I liked it because I just stood there for like hours and then mm-hmm. I would just like do my scheduling on my computer and then. Mm-hmm go home towards the end I was working four hour shifts four days a week and chilling like I towards the end I was just like but the hours dude I don't like working at night I just couldn't do it I Mm -hmm. can't I like my mornings you know Mm -hmm. I just yeah but that was all the way in Danville at that place oh okay so that was also a commute and I was just like not having it anymore Mm -hmm. did you ever have like a, a customer that you really hated so no, that's the thing. The customers, I mean, of course, people are very difficult. Like they're very mm-hmm. like, you know, but I never took it home with me to the point where I can remember a story. Like I have no freaking clue. Like people obviously were just like not that polite, but I didn't honestly care. I was like, they're not here to be my friends. They're mm-hmm. here to have a good time and spend money. So I get the tip money later. I want right. to make sure they're very happy. Like I do yeah. not care. Where would you like to sit? Where, where would you like, you know, who would you like your server? Like, all these kinds of things. Like I just mm. would make sure I, I bent over backwards for everybody and it was made it so much easier. Cause then mm. I didn't ever have conflicts. Like the other girls I worked with always were getting yelled at and stuff like that. Cause they were kind of a bitch, dude. <laughs> like, I was like, don't, be a, don't be a bitch, dude. Like this job isn't for everyone, obviously like just be nice. Like, yeah, you know, don't take everything personally. They don't, probably don't mean to like, you know, but fucking one time there was, um, yeah, a girl who like got mad at one of my coworkers because she didn't believe there was a wait list and there actually was a wait list for like years. We've had that in place. And then she ended up calling her a bitch and then socked her in the arm. She <laughs> called the hostess a bitch and socked her in the yeah. arm? Oh my yeah, God. She honestly probably deserved it, but it, we'd obviously not like, you know, don't assault anybody. But I was just like, dude, I mean, you know, it's, I don't know what to tell you. You can't be super rude all the time. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, ironically, I don't think I could be a host because I probably wouldn't be very polite to people, but I can manage to be a server. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I was like, it's just a whole, like, I was acting. It was a whole different person, mm-hmm. like completely different person at all times. So I was just completely associated from my regular life. Like I didn't, you know, I never mm-hmm. took it home with me. I never like, you know, wanted to, I never talked about it. I never really, really? I never related as my job. I was like, that's just something I do on the side. So I can mm-hmm. do all these other things, you know, I was always mm-hmm. in school or, you know, partying all the time or something. Right. Like I yeah. just did it. I was like, oh, this just pays my bills. You know, I don't know. Oh, that's really good that you were able to have that kind of attitude. Cause like this industry yeah. is so hard for a lot of people's mental health. 
Oh, I just went straight to drink it right after work. So if you just do that and don't even think about it, usually just, you know, if you're not <laughs> hanging out with coworkers, you're not talking about work. So it's that's just, true. You just, you know, just go get a drink and then it goes. That's probably why I forget everything. I'm like, eh, I don't know. What happened? <laughs> well, what got you <laughs> into hosting? I, it was just like, I was a kid. I mean, not a kid. I was like 20 or something like that. And um, this restaurant was hiring and I just applied, you know, like, flying everywhere and they hired me on the spot so I was like okay and it was uh, this Mediterranean restaurant in Danville and then I um worked there for two years and then one day it was it was New Year's Eve and he's like can you stay later and I was like no I want to go because I want to go to party <laughs> and he was like no like please like no he's like are you like you have to stay and I was like no I'm leaving and he's like I was like He's like, you, then you're fired. I was like, I quit. He's like, hey, again for everyone to hear. And I was like, I quit. And he's like, oh, okay. And then I never came back. And then I went oh, got God. a job at the well-playing place. And I worked there for like four years. But oh, wow. I shouldn't have been that mean to that manager. He was a very nice man. I know. So that's okay. I don't know. I mean, unless you're going to pay someone extra, like making them stay after. Oh, dude, I miss so many holidays and just events and Sundays. I just like, mm. I don't care. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like, I just, I feel, I've, I'm kind of pissed at wasted a lot of those days to like work though. You know? Yeah, that's true. Like it really, they matter. Like holiday, mm. like my Sunday morning, I always wanted to walk by the lake on Sunday mornings and I couldn't because I was working brunch, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Brunch. It's good money though. So I was like, all right, whatever. Oh, you've worked in brunch places that made good money. I've never made good money doing brunch. So Danville, I worked in Danville, the place I um uh Piotti where I worked, where I would make all the, a lot of money. Fucking they had brunch on Sundays and it was very, very popular and it was very good. So mm-hmm. it was always busy. Yeah. Oh wow. And it, yeah. I've never worked like a good brunch shift other than like I worked at this one place where brunch was like pretty dead but I worked with like really fun people so we would have a decent time pretending to look busy all shift and then as soon as we all got off we'd go out drinking and eating food yeah (laughs) spending like the 60 dollars we made from our shitty brunch (laughs) I know that's the thing we just I always had cash I don't even know how I afforded the lifestyle but it's you know just cash from restaurants and just like you don't count it it just doesn't exist if that makes sense Oh, yeah. It's, like, super easy to just spend a bunch of cash. All the time. Yeah. Like, I make, like, uh, I make a salary now, so it gets direct deposited into my account. And, like, (laughs) it's just, I don't know. It's so hard to, I mean, I still spend it pretty frivolously. (laughs) I feel you. Yeah. No, it's easier when you have, like, oh, yeah, here's six bucks. I don't know. Yeah. I get it. But when you live in, like, a, you know, depressing capitalist system. (laughs) exactly you gotta gotta buy stuff to to have fun man you do you do i saw yeah you do that sucks oh well those were the good old days i was out all the time now i don't do anything so i wouldn't i wouldn't know how expensive things are anymore because oh shit you know just i try not to go out to eat anymore that shit's expensive oh yeah we ordered a little too often from caviar and they jack up those prices so much i I refuse to do delivery because it's like it's so expensive. I'm like, I'm not paying $20 extra. Like I'll drive the five minutes. It's fine. I know. I mean, what's really shameful is that we have a bunch of places within walking distance of us and we still order off caviar. I, I feel I did it for years. Like I totally feel you. And then one day I was like, I'm not paying this anymore. Like for what? I'm not even paying the person. I'm paying cat like this company. Like who cares? You know? Yeah, exactly. It's like support yeah. local businesses by exactly. just buying from them directly. <laughs> Crazy. Content. I'll give I it know. 
I was telling my friend, I went to this frame shop yesterday to pick up a, a frame, obviously. Um, and they just had so many frames, like so many different sizes and options. And they do custom frames too. And I'm like, good deal. Yeah, they're pretty reasonably priced, but I just was like, God, I feel like a dick because I keep ordering my frames online. I mean, I don't, I'm not super picky about frames. I just mostly want the cheap ones. So I'm like, I could be supporting this local business, but I'm just like buying all these frames online when the prices are about the same. I had a, a cafe that I worked at for like five or six months. It was my second job. So I didn't like need the income, but I was feeling shafted at my first job. So I was like, well, fine, I'll go get a second job. Two you jobs. guys don't give me enough hours. Yeah, yeah, it was my first time in my life having two jobs. So it was like, I don't know. It, it seemed like a lot, but I wasn't in school at that time. So, you know, I figured I could manage it. Um, but it was at a cafe and like the... the it was a, like a third wave cafe. So there was a lot, a lot of work just to make one espresso shot. <laughs> yeah. You got to like pack it and then. Yeah. You got to weigh it out. You got to weigh <laughs> out the grounds. Yeah. Like, oh I my God. I was about that actually. She worked yeah. at a coffee shop. So I, was, I, I didn't know what stories to tell. So I'm like calling all my friends being like, dude, like, I don't know what to say. Like, you oh. know, they're telling me all their stories. Oh. I was talking about she worked in a coffee shop that had a bitcoin machine in new mm. orleans what and, um, yeah a bitcoin so like, machine exactly so super rare so like people from all around the state would come there and mm. like just use the bitcoin machine and then i guess their money kept getting stolen and like hacked like, from this machine wow. somehow or and so people literally she was saying that like three grown men like went in the restaurant and like staked her out all day and we're like we know you're the hacker and what? we're gonna wait until this place closes until so then we could have a conversation with you and she's like what and if you met this girl she literally like is yoga music teacher like there's no way that she would be a she knows she couldn't hack her way in a paper bag like honestly like, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> like oh god that's crazy she can't even use her iphone properly like i was just like oh. that i don't know they just like staked her out and be like you're the hacker at the i was like see i don't have good stories like that like that never happened never happened like i was asking my other friend too she's like oh yeah my um you know, remember, don't you remember the chef that was like, he was banging one of the um, waitresses on the table in the back of patio what? and like nothing ever happened. And I was like, vaguely, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I guess so. I remember this, but one of our chefs was just caught, he got caught on camera, like banging one of these, like one of the new waitresses on oh, no. over one of the tables and just like was not fired at all. Was she like, fired? I don't know. Yeah, I guess it was like her fault. They literally, yeah, this was some like, this is before pre pandemic. So things were a little, you know, different. But like, yeah, I guess it was like, I guess her fault. Like she just, Apparently. I don't know. She, she was, you know, had the scarlet A on her chest for like, I don't <laughs> remember her. She obviously quit soon after. So, oh, God. Insane. That's yeah. so stupid to like do that in front of cameras. You're literally, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's funny how common it is for like, chefs and servers to date like specifically male chefs and female servers um there's like so many memes about it now and i actually it happened to me too <laughs> i dated a, a cook at one of the restaurants i worked at but it was like a really toxic relationship because he was like a giant fucking asshole and you know i was in my phase where i had like 
really I was like really insecure and like he was an asshole but he was nice to me so I figured you know why I was like like, I can change him type of (laughs) yeah yeah it's not him it's everybody else no I knew it was him but like I kept he would like tell me that he wanted to change and be a better person and then he would just not do it and I would like call him out aware of his behavior what a fucking psycho oh yeah he was fully aware he but and like sometimes when i would call him out he'd just be like like for saying fucked up stuff like he would just be like well it's my mouth i'll say what i want you know i'll say whatever comes into my head (laughs) what the hell i know i was i mean obviously the fact that he's like a chef wasn't the source of this behavior but like it definitely made him like one of those like (laughs) typical stereotypical asshole chefs you know Yeah, I know the exact type. Yeah. Like they just like have this big ego and there's like this whole culture around like male chefs who like think it's acceptable to demean their staff. What is that? I mean like like that obviously was really high stress, had to be really good for them, but like bruh, like he straight up scream like at people. I was like, yes, chef, and I'm just like, what the hell? What the actual hell? Oh, I know it's messed up. There's there's like this tradition of like abuse in restaurants, you know, like it's yeah. just socially acceptable. And like I was talking about this in the last episode too, where it's like all of this is going into just making and serving people dinner. Like I know. there shouldn't be any reason that doing that should lead to screaming and at and abusing your staff. No, but there is a lot of pressure. So I understand. Like I used to get sweet, you know, you get in tips with like your coworkers and stuff and shit. Like okay. I'm just like, I get it, but it's just like, I don't know. That's so stupid. Depends. It's really is. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah. I mean, I usually like coworkers get added to my shit list if they're like really rude to me and snap at me just because they're stressed out. Cause like Yeah, that's whenever... not acceptable. Actually, yeah. never mind. I take it back. <laughs> yeah, because like I don't know. I happened to me. I told wash your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I made a conscious choice to not take out my frustrations on my coworkers. I mean, I obviously still slipped up because I'm a human, but I would like make an effort to remember that it was us against the customer, not us against each other, which helped me a lot. Yeah, I know. Exactly. That's what, yeah. I just, I don't know. I, it depends where you work, honestly. Like, at home, it was ridiculous. They bu- mm-hmm. they made you bust your ass for no reason. I was like, I'm just trying to host. Like, I'm just trying to stand here and feed people. Like, this is out of, I'm fucking watering tables, cleaning tables. Like, what is this? Like, I don't know. That was fucked up. I only yeah. lasted not a very long time. Yeah, I know. You you weren't there for super long, but we went through hostesses, like. It's because you really made fast. it work too hard. Like, everyone yeah. cannot use it, but, like, that place made it, like, that was not what a hostess does. Like, a hostess literally worries about the tables and, like, shit like that. But, like, that place was more, like, turn and burn and not, like, experience. Mm-hmm. It was more, like, here's your food. Yeah. Get here's out. your fucking food. Eat it and get out. <laughs> Leave, <laughs> you tourist. Yeah, I don't know. But Yeah. That was a place where the, like, the servers who had been there for a while would talk about how they used to make a lot of money um, on a regular basis. But when I was working there, it was a lot slower so I really wouldn't be making that much money at all and there would be so many tourists from like other states and other countries where like their tipping culture is different yeah Yeah. so they tip really poorly like I had a table tip me like four dollars on a pretty sizable check and then like as they were leaving they like give me a friendly wave 
Thinking as if they thought they had done me a favor. And I'm like, you guys, yeah, I know tipping culture is different where you're from, but like, come on. So right, you can Google 20%. this shit. Literally 20%. Yeah. Minimum these days. Although I know a lot of people are pretty mad about that. It's like, why should I have to tip 20% now? It's like, because the economy sucks. 90s, dude. My mom always taught me to make sure you tip well. Supposed to do that. Don't go out yeah. to eat. You can't tip. Part of the fucking bill, man. I know. I just consider it part of the bill. Like I don't consider it extra. It's just I'm paying for the service. Yeah, that's why I don't go out to eat. So yeah, anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sorry, and also guys. like with the pandemic, a lot of people learned how to make really good food. Oh yeah, Chef Boyardee. You know, you know. So yeah, never was. So I always got restaurant food. I always got fed at work. That speaking of again. Remember he made, they made a big deal about me not being able to eat. I remember I'd order, I don't know if you remember this, but I would order like, a, um, I would pay for the meal, like obviously mm. after the shifts and I would grab a to-go meal so I could take it home and eat it because I mm. didn't have any other food. And then literally the, um, I forget the lady's name, but she came up, she's like, oh, can we like stop doing that? Like as much like blah, 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 like this costing us money. And I was like, okay, what? no thanks. Exactly. And then I started eating the cornbread and fucking they literally, which is free. And tell me how much cornmeal is. Like, I don't, it's, it's pretty cheap. inexpensive on yeah. pretty much at the bottom of not like things being expensive and they would get mad at me about eating the cornbread and I was just like I'm fucking starving dude like I'm just trying to like work like this you know like you guys aren't paying me enough to go buy food so I don't know what to tell you and they wouldn't even feed me the cornbread it was like a huge deal which is so Part crazy of- because at the end of the night for staff meal they'd have tons of cornbread left over I was not allowed to eat it I was literally That's crazy do not get it that sounds insane ask Chris or yeah ask she would tell you. I remember on the my last day, or like she, they ate cornbread, like to be like, haha. But like, yeah, no. The, what I really liked about the cornbread because the cornbread itself was like whatever. Um, I was at least glad it didn't have kernels of corn in it because I fucking I don't like hate kernels of corn and like That's cornbread gross. with corn in it is like really it's kind of overkill, don't you think? Like, it's no, cornbread because it's, it's made with corn meal. You don't need to add more corn to it. Oh, anyway. Like yeah, I know. I hate the texture. You're the first person I've talked to who also hates the texture of corn kernels. It's I don't know. I've stopped eating corn lately. You don't digest it at all. Really? So I'm try, starting to think things with like corn products or like corn syrup. I'm like, what? Are, what are we eating here? You know, <laughs> what yeah. is this? Notice whenever you eat corn, it's not fully digested, like ever. So. Well, I never eat corn, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not eating. I haven't eaten in a while, but it's good on the cob well no what i really liked about the cornbread at this place was that it came with honey butter like whipped honey butter it was good that shit was so good so now when i make cornbread at home i make some honey butter too i don't even think i would eat the butter like i didn't eat you know like i just wanted some corn that was why it was good honestly like i said the cornbread by itself was like you know whatever but with the honey butter i mean that's what people would praise the most like customers they had the good. nicest things to say about the fucking honey butter. <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't allowed to have any, so. I'm sorry. Isn't that weird? That was probably, like, the worst restaurant experience was that place. Really? And I remember on my last day, too, I remember he was, like, I saw, what was his name? The, the guy owner the or whatever. Boss. But, yeah, he was literally, like, he saw me. He goes, you know what? Just get out. Just get out. He's, like, here, let me go get your check right now. Like, just leave. And I was, like, okay. Like, you know. I don't care. So I like, I literally don't care, sir. And I was just like, all right, well, like, we shouldn't have to get dressed. You could have just cut my check and, like, mailed it to me, whatever. Oh, my God. Well, he would get so mad when people would quit. Like, he'd take it personally. Like, yeah, he should. It was because of you, sir. Like, like yeah. you know. 
Yeah, he was. He it's should. weird because in some ways he and the the other person who ran the place were like, I'm like intentionally not using names, obviously, because right. bleeping them all out afterward is a pain in the ass. But yeah. him and his wife were like, in a lot of ways, they were actually like really decent managers for the for the industry. But like, if you look out from outside of that, they really weren't like, that great. <laughs> yeah, maybe like the average, but they definitely, yeah, they were just not nice. So it was just kind of, I was very taken aback by that. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, what? The music was so nice to me. And I was just like, what is this behavior? So I don't know. Yeah, it's funny because when I started working there, I was like, this is a pretty decent place to work. But that I was because. The like, yeah, no, the co-workers you guys, were great. Like, yeah, I had a like, great time, like, literally, but it was just, like, the money wasn't good. Oh, yeah, no. But, like, yeah, I remember the first week I was there after I got hired, um, I offered to pick up, because we had, like, an app, the, the scheduling app that also allowed you to, like, pick up and drop shifts and trade shifts. And I, someone put their shift up, hoping someone would grab it, and I grabbed it, but I thought it was for the following week. So I didn't come in. And like one of the owners called me and was like, what's going on? Or no, they texted me. Thankfully, I didn't have to do that over a phone call. <laughs> but she was like, where are you? What's going on? And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought that was for next week. And she was like, okay, well, are you going to get here soon? And I'm like, no, I I didn't. It's not like I had like big <laughs> no. plans that day, but I was just like, no, I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't plan to come in. I don't want to have to commute an hour to get there like on a day that I thought I was going to have off, like all I told her was like, no, I'm sorry. I, I can't actually come <laughs> yeah, in like, no. And so then the next night that I worked, her husband, the other owner, he like pulled me aside and he was just so mad at me. Like he was basically like, if you ever do that again, you're fired. And I'm like, I'm not relaxed. I was terrified. I'm like, oh my God, like wait, it, it was just like the worst way to start at a new restaurant is like, fuck up like that and then have the owner freak out like that on you like it's not necessary to treat people that way it's like hello i don't know i mean people make mistakes i know it sucks when you're down a server but it it's like a it's just sta- it's the but thing in new. the industry yeah you're <laughs> always short-staffed and part yeah. of that is because the like restaurants intentionally keep them keep their staff like they they intentionally but, stay understaffed yeah. because it's like the, it's expensive to hire more people but as a result they end up often running with like a skeleton crew even on busy nights or they end up putting too many people on and having to cut people so then those people don't make any money um it's just that's like it's that's a management thing again yeah you should be able to gauge just like how many people like you know like i don't know yeah it's messed up i mean it's not cool like it shouldn't have been the end of the world that i've fucked up and like made that mistake like yeah, it was something that they should have been like, hey, please don't do that again. Like, you you really put us in a tight spot. But it shouldn't have been something where he's, like, getting that angry at me and, like, threatening to fire me if I do that again. Because it's like, obviously, I know that I could get fired if I keep doing that. But again, it was a mistake. Like, I didn't do it on purpose. It is annoying. That's what I'm talking about. I was just like, bro, just relax, dude. Yeah. I, I remember when his uh, head chef quit. He was mad about that. I was sitting Shocking. in the like, hmm? Shocking. <laughs> I know, right? Well, because that guy had been there since it opened, I think. Like, it had, he had been with the restaurant for like seven or eight years, however long it had been open. Um, and I guess he just like wanted to move on. Like, he was just ready to go somewhere else. 
I don't know if he had other reasons, obviously, because nobody gossiped enough about it for me to like know anything else. But I remember I was in the banquet room um, before my shift, just relaxing or trying to relax and like get myself ready in the, like in the work mode. <clears throat> and like the chef comes in to grab his last paycheck and like the owner, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he made it really clear he was pissed and that he was like taking it personally that the chef was leaving, which even if the chef was leaving because it was kind of personal and he just didn't like working there anymore, like he has the right to do that. <laughs> like, like sometimes really... any relationship can sour or like, you know, you just grow out of it and like it shouldn't be like a big thing I mean yeah it sucks to lose a chef because like finding a new one is a pain in the ass but you know again it shouldn't be such a bad thing that you have to like get that mad at them over it like just part ways Hmm? that place still exists oh no it closed because of the pandemic Mm -hmm, that's what I thought yeah I figured I was like there's no way yeah I was working a part-time office job at the time so I was able to work partly from home um and I let one of the managers know that that uh and they just like immediately took me off all the group chats or the group texts and like removed me from their payroll and also because I didn't want to come in and like help them clear out the banquet room so that they could like stop using it and save money on the rent um and it was a little hurtful because like it made me feel like I never actually fit in with the with the staff there you like, did much- though like that place is ridiculous like I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah I liked I liked the people who worked there but I don't know I guess like I wasn't part of like the long time crew so like it's okay <laughs> sorry, it's not a big deal like you're fine yeah <laughs> I know it's like- not like a big tragedy it's just kind of like yeah, okay They're like there's no like FOMO there like oh man you know well and I also to- never stayed after to drink either um I didn't either yeah yeah <laughs> I think I did once maybe with Christy like we went and hung out one time but like I never did that like ever yeah. I'm going straight home like, right well because it's like I had to commute an hour to get home so it's like I just yeah. you know I have to take a train is I mean it wasn't even the worst commute but it's still like I have to go be on the oh, train city. For, you know yeah no, well, during and- that time too. I remember that's when that girl's throat got sliced on a BART train when I was oh, working there. So that's that's why I right. And I oh my God. Arthur. Yeah, it was like a whole thing. And that was awful. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, I don't need to be working this late. Coming home from the shitty ass job in the city, like at this time. They made you work late too. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you'd be lucky if you caught the last BART. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like, I have to go. Like, Thank you. I know there's still shit to do, but like, I feel like the manager should be able to do it. Like, it shouldn't be my responsibility to the point where I'm going to have to take like a 40 or $50 lift ride just to get home. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm talking about. Management again. There. I mean, you some know. of the managers were all right, but like, I remember there was this one manager who was just like a dick to me. Like he would act like really chill when he wasn't stressed out. But as soon as he got stressed out, he would take it out on me. And I know he was doing it to me specifically because I like, yeah, I eventually started asking people like, you know, does he do this to you? And they were like, no. Um, And maybe, I don't know, it's possible I was just extra sensitive, but like, I think he really was being extra mean to me. 
Like, no, see, you're probably right. See, I don't think being sensitive is a bad thing either because you can like pick up on shit that other people aren't. No, this guy's being a dick. You guys yeah. just don't see it because you're going like somewhere else. Like, no, this guy sucks and he's yeah. especially rude. Like, and I see it the most. So, sorry, you know, like literally, I don't know. <laughs> no, I yeah. That like, way. There was one time where, uh, some guests were moved from another section into my section or, or like no, no no they had been waiting at the host stand for a table to open up and they were they had gotten drinks from the bar while they waited so but they hadn't gotten water yet obviously because they hadn't been seated and then when they were seated they had all their drinks on the table and somehow I think I got them like another round so they had so many glasses on the table at one point because I hadn't I think I was too busy to clear the previous glasses right. off um, so I just like, just visually, it just didn't even register with me that they didn't have water, um, on the table. And I remember this manager, he, he like, they asked for water, I think, and he brought it to them. And then he like snapped at me. He's like, yeah, so why didn't you bring them water? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I forgot. Like, yeah it's like not the end of the world they're getting alcohol which is like where restaurants make most of their money anyway so the water yeah i'm sorry like we don't really give like four-star service here like yeah we're a decent restaurant but we're not like you know a michelin starred place yeah i don't know i it's like that was probably like the worst restaurant honestly (laughs) that's crazy yeah before I worked at a really great place for like like I wish it was always busy mm-hmm. it was always good money like the people would come in and give me money all the time because I had like really? the place was packed so I was the hostess right the lead one and I would be like you can have this table and people like their certain tables and shit like that so I make mm-hmm. sure they always had it or I'd reserve it for them and people would always give me money like tons of money like I literally made oh it was kind of ridiculous so that's like kind of how it was that's like the culture there it's like you tip the host and you get whatever you want kind of deal mm-hmm. so that's what I want like Christmas time like so many gifts I got a tv what? once what yeah, like <laughs> I can't like it's literally ridiculous it's like they're not even from like creepy men like women like you know holy crap like, that's like the craziest of, part. <laughs> like jewelry, like parents of like, you know, like grown women, like being nice and not like, you know, with their kids and being like, oh, you're so helpful. Or just like, <laughs> you know, that's what I mean. Just be nice for like a little bit and then make money go home. Don't think yeah. about it. I feel like yeah. that's why I just like, I don't know. And I feel like I never gave anyone a reason to get mad at me. Or if I did anything mm-hmm. wrong, I'd be like, oh my gosh, so sorry. Like, I totally yeah. understand why you're frustrated. Like, let's make this right right now. And everyone's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Like you're listening, you know? My friend told me once, for she worked at so with the net, the thing is what they told all their new hires is because um, she was management is learn. So it's listen, mm-hmm. empathize, apologize, mm-hmm. react, and then notify manager. And then I was just Ooh. like, that makes so much sense, you know, just like, and then every problem will be solved ever. Like, yeah. In any situation, just be like, listen, okay. Oh yeah, it sucks. Oh, here, I'm so sorry. And then let's do this. And it's so easy like it's like no yeah. step no I would that. I would try that kind of stuff but like I don't know I don't think my demeanor is as friendly at least back then I don't think it was as friendly as I thought it was a lot of the yeah. time because <laughs> people just wouldn't always react very well like when I'd try to like cater to what they needed or whatever I don't know it was kind of funny um just like the kinds of subtle things that would like change how people interacted with me like when I would wear red lipstick, like oh, yeah. people's faces would light up when I came to their table. And when I didn't, like they wouldn't. 
Colors are really important though. Like color psychology. You you know, that's why Mm -hmm. like a lot of places have people wear black because it really affects how people like will react to you immediately off the bat. It's kind of interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Well, like in that place made us wear like plaid shirts and like jeans. Oh yeah. Which was (laughs) so annoying. It's like, (gasps) why? And like, I didn't know when I started there how fucking hot it got inside the restaurant. So I wore like an actual flannel, a plaid flannel shirt that was like a nice shirt um, made by like a small business. And I sweated so hard in it. It was awful. And then I realized like, oh, okay. So I need to get plaid shirts that are really thin, um, which I did. Yeah, I ended up collecting quite a few of them and now I never wear them anymore. And even as I was buying more and more, I'm like, okay, you're not going to have this job forever. Like, stop buying plaid shirts. But I, I just couldn't that, handle only wearing the same one or two shirts every shift. No, I feel that. Yeah, it's I see, I was always able to dress in whatever I want. So it was always Yeah, like, the hosts were allowed to wear their own clothes. It was a lot of the time. It was always a fashion show, though. It was so annoying. It was like, I always had to dress up. It was just like, you know, like, I don't know. It was always a thing. Like, mm-hmm. what's what's Sammy wearing today? And I was like, make you stop. Like, I don't. Oh, like my God, really? Anymore. Yeah, it was just like, or people would like, you know, outfit, like checkers or members. They'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. you wore that sweater last week. And I was like, seriously? Like, I'm really? A, you know? Oh, my God. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I So that was annoying. I don't miss that. I don't yeah. I, yeah. Like I don't outfit. know. Like for all that I dress in a way that is like eye catching, I don't really like to be noticed. <laughs> No, I mean, I just wear freaking sweaters and a skirt. Like, I couldn't wear jeans to work, so I had to, like, dress up a little, you know. Mm-hmm. But I could wear anything else, just not jeans. So I was like... Oh, weird. Yeah. They well, didn't let you yeah. wear jeans when you were hosting there? The servers wore jeans. So right. And I could wear jeans, but they had to be dark. Like, dark, really? dark, nice jeans. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know they it's... had that rule for the hosts there. Oh, no, not at all. I could wear whatever I wanted there. It didn't matter. Yeah, Literally. which was annoying because like, why does the host get to wear whatever they want? Because I, I think I remember one of the hosts, she was wearing like a like a sweatshirt that had like a, you know, pretty strong political statement on it. I don't remember exact. Oh, OK. Well, it was the future is female, which is like That's pretty general. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like in a place where so many people visit from like out of state or like other countries, it seems kind of risky to to. You're getting the San Francisco experience, you know? Like, that's I true. Know. I'm not I saying I disagree. Sick. Like, I'm not <laughs> saying I didn't like the slogan or anything. I just thought it was, like, kind of surprising that she was allowed to wear that as, like, basically the face of the restaurant. But, like, I don't the, think nobody said anything. Logos or shirts with wet words on them at all. Yeah. Like, like, well, yeah, in general. No matter like, what. Yeah. It's absolutely mo- never. <laughs> yeah. No, most yeah. restaurants, they discourage wearing um anything with a logo or symbol on it unless i'm like a bartender you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. that's different i'm not yeah well like if you wear uh stuff with like the restaurant's logo obviously like there and there are some places where they'll let you wear like branded stuff of like the alcohol that you serve there um because like duh yeah that's fair and encourages people to drink, which again is where restaurants get most of their money because of how That's high they mark up liquor. So I don't want to walk in and see someone like gap, or I, yeah. I would never. You know what I mean? It's like it's a little effort for like five things. I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of like maybe that's just me. And I like going to out in like having a nice meal. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I'm polite. So I would never be rude, but like right. you know, I, I expect like some level of like consistency and like. I'm not just going there to get my food. Otherwise, I can pick it up. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. Going out, have a conversation, have a good time. And like, it obviously depends on the place, but like, mm-hmm. for the most part, like yeah. I, I, I value my time at those kind of places. Mm-hmm. Has working in the service industry changed the way you are Probably in a more, restaurant? I, I don't know. I try not to say anything ever, but like, I definitely like noticed shit a lot (laughs) like you know what I mean I'm like bro like that table's open or like I'll say things nicely and be like oh like I don't know I just I'm not a bitch I try not to say anything honestly right yeah but like you (laughs) notice things I notice them and I'll voice it to like the table but I won't ever say it to like the server it's rude they're just doing their job they get done yeah of course yeah you know like I notice I'll notice things too or like I'll just be really aware of the staff because exactly I know what they're doing. Like I'm aware of what they're up to and like, you know, just everything going on in the background. Like I just can't not notice things. Um, no, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Even at like nicer restaurants where they're more professional than I've ever been at any of my jobs. Like it's just so hard for me not to notice like all the human things too, you know? Oh, I think it's funny. Yeah, no, it's just, you really, you're like hyper aware, obviously, because you like mm-hmm. work in there, so you let me see everything going on. Yeah. That's why I get frustrated, though, you more easily. I'm like, I've seen the food, you know, <laughs> like, this person's chatting with this person over here, like, when my food is right there, like, they should probably <laughs> bring it to me before, you know, shit like that, but I won't no, ever I've... tell the person. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I've noticed that there's, like, two kinds of people who leave the industry. It's the ones who are way too nice to their servers and then the ones who have like higher expectations of their servers because they know what the job is like um which is fine to have those expectations like as long as like you said you're not mean to them about it but like yeah i knew someone who i heard that they like reamed out their server for being bad at their job which like basically from what i heard the server was pretty terrible and like they tried to be like (laughs) yeah Dude, that's they, so not like your place like they're like their shitty job leave them the fuck alone like they yeah because this person he was he like told them like you know i could leave a yelp review or i could complain to your manager but i'm just gonna tell you to your face that like you're terrible and you need to get better at this job i mean unless he was blatantly rude to them like he said something or did something like i would be like then i would be like i'm gonna yelp you because i love yeah. yelping but <laughs> you do i'm a yelper i don't care please be nice yeah you know but if they're rude and say something rude, then I understand. But if they're just like doing a bad job, there's no reason to be like, Yelp, they're very bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if they say something disrespectful, I'm going to be like, Yelp, this person though. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just saying. Yeah, no. I beef with the Piedmont yarn shop for this reason because they're rude. <laughs> a yarn like, shop? Cool. Yeah, the yarn. And they have such good yarn. I'm so mad. And I have, oh, damn. Them. I'm pissed. And it's right down the street. It's like five oh, minutes. Shit. Oh, shit. I'm so mad at myself. Yeah. That's do you get I mean. mad every time you walk past them outside? Yeah, I do. Because I, yeah. I can't go in. It's like, they win. They win in the end, okay? Oh, like they, well, like, they lose because they don't make any money off of you. I know. That's what I said. I told, like, I went in there. I was, that's what I put in my Yelp review. I was like, I was trying to spend a pretty penny, and they were so just no. So. How were they? What did they do? They were just so, like, for the first time I went in there, it was all good. I gave them a pass. The guy was just like really not helpful i was like super novice like i had no idea what i was like talking about like asking mm-hmm. like yarn sizes and like hook, like need i was knitting like i don't even knit you know so right. he was just like so rude and so unhelpful and there's no one else in the shop and he's literally not doing anything and i'm asking like basic ass questions he'd be like like it's over there or like like it's this kind like or it says it on the package i'm just like 
dude, like, you know, it's like a small shop. I'm trying to like, I was trying to apply for like lessons and do all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, shit. and I was just like, I can't, you guys are going to be so rude for no reason. Mm-hmm. And then I went in again after, and it was just like, they were just super rude. I like didn't have my mask or some shit like that. And I was like, oh, I'm so like, I'll go get one. I'm so sorry. And this was like, not that long. This was like after nobody's wearing masks anymore, like whatever. But I was like, yeah. I respect your rules. You have to see this is your shop, whatever. And I was like, oh, like, do you guys have any? And they're like, no. Everybody I know walks around with them, like all my friends. And I was like, okay, Whoa. well, I'm sorry. It's not that. And they were just so rude for no reason. I was like, I can. They're like, you can go all the way down the street and grab one. And there's like in the like they're talking about the like gas station. Like they might have them over there, which was like five blocks away. And I was wearing like high heels, just trying to get some fucking yarn. Like I walked hell <laughs> far already, and I was just like. No, and they were being so rude. They literally were like, they're like, yeah, you cannot come in. Like, and there's these two old ladies. They're like, I just, I don't know how anybody doesn't have it anymore. And I was just like, I didn't know, you guys. Like, I'm sorry. Like, this was like, why aren't we all good here? Like, I don't know. It was just really rude. So then, yeah, these people are rude. So that's what they get. And I wasn't the only complaint with that, though. Like, I literally looked at the Yelp reviews and they're all. Oh, really? Yeah. They're all like, these people are rude. These people are unhelpful. These people don't like listen. These people. And I was just like, see, it's not just me. Yeah, no. Yeah. I I dislike Yelp, obviously, because of like when people lie on on their on their reviews and like when I think they're being unfair, like if they come in when it's fucking packed and their food takes a while to get to them. It's like, yeah, I mean, look around you. It's fucking busy. I have all these other tables. I can, like, mm-hmm. leave through them, though. You know what I mean? I can always yeah. tell those ones. Like, well, no, that's the thing is, like, if you if you notice, like, a consistent trend in the reviews, like, generally that means that like, there's actually something up. Like, if if some, if some most of the reviews say that the staff is rude, that's probably going to be the case. <laughs> the staff is rude, yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, but if, like, one or two reviews says the staff is rude and there's, like, that's some other weird it. info in there, it's like, okay, well, maybe you had a bad experience, like, Maybe the server was having an off day. Maybe it was fucking busy and you neglected to mention that in your review. Yeah, I mean, and that's something that's good about if you work in the service industry in San Francisco, especially these days, like, yeah, you know, they take better care of you. Whereas if you work in like, anywhere else yeah <laughs> it's rough yeah, it's like healthcare is expensive like you know and especially in states where they make a server's wage which is like still two dollars or something well you usually don't even get healthcare. i mean it depends your hourly but or how many hours you work but like i think they changed it from like 25 to like a large like 32 hours minimum oh. you have to work a week and it's hard when you're like a server because you don't work like eight hour shifts every single day you know what i yeah. mean yeah yeah that's what they did so no yeah and then they took it away oh shit yeah it's it's awful they they make it like impossible for the servers to like actually have any kind of quality of life in a lot of places that's what i'm saying i lost all my holidays i lost all my weekends i lost all my just like normal nights i Mm -hmm. became like drinking all the time you know it's just it's way different lifestyle and i do not miss it at all yeah oh yeah yeah, I'm working right now. You know, I work at oh, home too. Ooh, it's hybrid. Okay. So, you know, it's really nice. I just yeah. never want to go back to the restaurant again. And standing yeah. on your feet all day long, dude. My back mm-hmm. was fucked up. And nobody's yeah. like, that's a really big issue. Yeah. My back's still fucked up. Like, you stand 
all day or walking like all day. It's really exhausting. Yeah. I remember working at a cafe when I was like 18, 19, 20. Um, and there were no mats behind the counter. So like, you know, you're always supposed to wear non-slip shoes in any service job, but I don't think I really knew that at that point. Cause it was like my first food service job ever. Um, and there were no non-slip mats behind the counter where we worked, which I learned at my next job after that is like required. I don't, well, I don't know if it's required by law, but it's like a good way to prevent workplace accidents, which are fucking expensive. You have to have those ones with the little holes. Yeah. At food places you do, I think. Um, at the next place I worked, I was a cashier. So they had like the springy spongy mats. Yeah. Oh, um, like back there. Yeah, it depends. If there's like a kitchen, it has to have those little holy mats. Yeah, like, for some reason, I don't know. You yeah, yeah. The the owner didn't put mats down. Um, I remember one time, and I was wearing some busted shoes too because I, I didn't make a ton of money there, and I was in college, so I was like buying secondhand shoes that were like not good, <laughs> and like wearing them in the rain and shit because I didn't like think to buy rain shoes or I couldn't afford them or whatever. You um, go through shoes fast in those places. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like so I was wearing these busted ass shoes and I had like a plate with a customer slice of cake on it and I fucking slipped and landed on my knee, which oh. like isn't as big of a deal when you're 20, but like it still fucking hurts. Yeah. Yeah. And like I dropped the cake. So I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You could have got workers comp. You fucked up. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I wasn't actually injured, thankfully. I think I just got a bruise. I would be like, oh my God, my neck. My neck. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's your fault. There's no mat here. This is not, this is a violation. Like, honestly, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, but I didn't know thing. better. I didn't know better because it was just one of my first yeah. jobs. Now, now I know. Now yeah, know. yeah, now I, I do, but I'm out of the service. The other day. I was like, damn it. Like, no, what are Because I slipped on a grape and I was like, oh, oh shit. I almost just died, you guys. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I did speak- that at Bloomingdale's. I like was so embarrassed though. I fell down the escalator because my oh heel my got God. caught in it, and my shoe like yeah, my heel was like caught. It like came apart, and I like fell down the escalator, and everyone's just like, and I was like so embarrassed. Like I, I just ran out of there, and I was like, damn, I could have got hell of money. Like oh well, <laughs> like everyone yeah, was fall down the escalator. I was walking down the street recently and I was just really absorbed in my phone. And then I tripped over some uneven, uneven pavement and like just completely scraped my knee. You guys can get, you can't walk in. <laughs> I know. And then as soon as I got up and started walking again, I went back to my phone because I obviously had to text everyone to tell them what happened. Yeah. And I was carrying Chinese food because I picked it up to for dinner. No, yeah. it's still everywhere. No, thankfully it only leaked a little bit. Um, so but, yeah. yeah, it would have been fucking tragic if the Chinese food had been damaged. Yeah, like exactly. I would have been heartbroken. <laughs> yeah um oh but speaking of those mats with little holes uh the place i the most recent restaurant i worked at um oh my god one of the bartenders i think it was during a brunch shift or something it was during the daytime but one of the bartenders she was holding like a bunch of bottles of mexican coke and she just all of a sudden started like flailing around and screaming and dropping the bottles everywhere and i was like what the fuck is happening like She's eating or having a like a was a bug on her like? yeah no a spider dropped on her and then it turned out it like fell off of her because she was flailing obviously understandably and it fell in one of the holes in the mat 
Um, so which made it really hard to get out. But so like, I was I like, like, I was like, I gotta see this fucking spider. Like that was a lot of flailing. I mean, like I can I can relate, obviously. I've screamed a lot when a spider touches me because it's fucking horrifying. But still, that was a big reaction. I wanted to see what caused it. So I like am looking for it in these little holes in the mat. Um, and I finally find it, and it's like almost as big as the hole. And you know, Whoa. those holes are like the size of a quarter. So this spider was yeah. massive. It was that's pretty horrible. cool. I was like, damn girl, I see why you freaked out. Like I would Dude, just I, like, I would probably faint if that thing landed like on me. Spider. I'm like weird. My friend would call me and be like, there's a spider in my house, my neighbor, and I would go mm. and get it. And just oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're cool. I want a pet one. I want a tarantula hella bad. Oh my god. But I don't want to keep it in a cage, you know. It's all right. Well, I don't find tarantulas as as scary. Like they're okay. Um, but yeah, with this spider, I wasn't going to deal with it. I wasn't going to touch it. So I made my manager deal with it. You just kill it? I don't, probably. They eat the good bugs. Like you guys. I know, but it was a horrifying spider. Love those. Like, I don't get it. I will keep a spider in my house. You eat all the bugs. I know, I know. You you know, do you? I I don't, I hate. I do know, but I can't help being afraid of them. (laughs) Oh my God. I have like a million spiders versus like jesus i guess i'll never come to your house (laughs) oh okay we have some webs outside and i leave Mm -hmm. them there they look pretty cool i mean the webs look cool you know i read charlotte's web as a kid and was like huh yeah i might see that when the dew gets on Mm -hmm. you know it's very pretty yeah i mean what they make is cool but the spiders themselves are horrifying to me did you know they live up to 20 years oh my god really Mm -hmm. like a normal house memories yeah, man, I, uh, they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. They're like I know objectively they're cool, but I'm probably never gonna enjoy them. <laughs> you know, perspective. You know, no, I'm just kidding, but I feel you. So. Yeah, no. I don't know if I'd be thrilled with one on me either. Actually, I've found multiple spiders on me before. I'm just like, where are they coming from? One time, I found one on me while I was riding my bike on like San Pablo so it's like a really busy street and I got to a red light and I looked down and there's just one like on my clothing and I'm like what the fuck where did you come from yeah and then like well I had to like I just frantically brushed it off at the red light before the before it changed to green good oh my god very dangerous I heard that's how people die or there's like I don't know if that's how but there's like a bunch of like random unexplained car accidents and no mm-hmm. one can figure out why these people crashed. And then they think they um, think the reason is like a bee flew in a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that before. You know, I'm like, that makes sense. Like, people just freaking out and then crash. Like, relax. It's, it's a, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, bees are pretty, uh, well, I guess I'm not that intimidated by bees because I know that, like, I know if I just am chill, they'll be chill too. Yeah, it's really true. You gotta pick them up. I wouldn't do that, but you can. You know, crawl on you. I like to say if I see them on the ground, like all oh, like can't fly. I'll put them, tip them in. Oh well, yeah, I love to gossip too. Like that was my problem at my last restaurant is that they didn't gossip enough. Like the managers would gossip about customers, which was awesome. But like they wouldn't gossip about the staff. And I'm like, how am I supposed to know what's going on then? 
like Cooper's get old it's like ooh, they said something you know it's just like okay i mean i know that legally they're not supposed to say certain things anyway but like i don't know like if my coworker can't work for like a couple weeks and it turns out it's because she like sprained her ankle like come on you can tell me that that's good that's not good gossip though well yeah that's true i mean big deal we all strain sprain our ankles periodically I, I never have, hear, but I want to hear some crazy gossip, right? Like who's sleeping with whom? Yeah, you know, it happened who, at my work other job too. Yeah, there was um another person who was sleeping with a hostess, but he was married. Oh my god, two beautiful little girls, and she got fired. So, Jesus Christ! Yeah. So, oh, it's because my boss was like super in AA. So he was like, um, like a recovery person and whatever. And so mm. he would literally like bring these people in from AA to work at my job. Oh, and then literally, so these people obviously had a shit ton of issues. Like, obviously they're great. They're trying to better their life, whatever. AA is awesome. But they would just would do shit like that. So he would feel bad for them and like keep them in like the, the chef who was banging the girl on the patio, an AA person. The this person was the same was, job. Yeah. And then the person who was banging one of the hostesses like an AA person that he like took under his wing and it's like oh working like, you know he's like here's yeah. my job like he can do it I mean it helps a lot of people for sure but then they do dumb shit like that it's like I don't know it's like you guys oh my god well get know? it together I mean you, you're trying to which is great but like you know better <laughs> I'm just kidding no it's just you don't need to be banging people if you're married yeah both these people are married too sorry oh my god yeah I forgot I forgot the chef was married. That's a good one. He totally was. Two beautiful little girls, too. Totally married. Met his wife. Super nice lady. Yeah. And he was caught. Wow. That's terrible. What a piece of shit. (laughs) Both of them, dude. Losers, man. Oh, my God. It's funny because the industry has like the best and the worst people in it. It's usually the worst people. Like, I don't know. Like, you're not doing great. I mean, unless you like, for the most part, I don't know. Yeah. Like, everyone's pissed. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's a very like emotionally draining job. Like, obviously, you were good at compartmentalizing, but it's a yeah. lot of people are terrible at it. I mean, I was I, terrible at it. I think I was too good. Like, I just don't. Re- I blacked it out. Like, I'm oh not kidding. God. People try to retell these stories. I'm like, uh, like I have to really jog my memory. This whole week, I couldn't think of anything that like would work. I was just like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I, I hate it. Like, I just pretended it didn't happen. Of course, people, it shit happened, but I don't know. I worked there for a long time. I was in the service industry for seven years. Like that's damn. You think? You think? No. Yeah, I have a lot of memories just because like things really get to me. Like yeah. you know, hey, listener, servers have feelings. They're human beings. If something yeah. bad happens, like, and they're a good server, they're gonna feel awful about it. Yeah. That's true. See, that's why I'm not, I would never a server. I like had five minute interactions with people. You have like hours. Yeah. You know, well, like less like maybe an hour and a half if you're lucky and they don't want to linger. Because oh. um, I think that's like the rule of thumb for restaurants is like in order to make enough money, like you want to turn tables over. Like you want to give, because I think this must be the case when you're like hosting too and you're like, making reservations like you account for like what 90 minutes for each reservation it depends where i worked it was two hours but yeah usually, okay yeah okay like, i think i've worked at places where they did like an hour and a half 
or like I was good I knew like because there were so many regulars so I knew like how fast people ate and oh, then, wow. like, where to put them or how long they ate or like the kind of shit you know what I mean so mm-hmm. it was like I really thought everyone in there I don't know it was very mm-hmm. very it was a lot of scheduling honestly more yeah. so than anything yeah that was kind of why I never really wanted to do it because it just seems so complicated to me yeah I was just like on the phone all day like thank you like it was so annoying mm-hmm. Well, and now the, now when you book reservations, a lot of the time they want a credit card number. That's so smart. Can, yeah. So they can charge you if you like, just don't show up. Like, I think if you at least call and cancel, it's fine. But if you just don't show up, which honestly, it's kind of frustrating when you work at restaurants and people make reservations and then they just don't, they just no call, no show. Um, Cause it's like, it's not even just about the courtesy, like you cost us money. Like we could have given that table to someone else, but we were holding it for you. Assuming you only hold it for 15 minutes. Right. Yeah. A lot of places have had to get strict about that. Or like the people who like make a reservation for like a really big group and then they show up and it's like hardly any people. Um, Yeah. That happens too. Yeah. Which is, or like they show like two people show up and then like the rest of their party shows up over the next hour um and it's like and it's like it's, a whole thing like yeah. that's rude because it's like um because again we want to turn that table you know like we can't afford to like have your group stay there for three hours because everybody showed up at different times which is also oh, again yeah i mean that's why a lot of places won't seat you until your whole party is there because like it could take so long for your whole party to get there that we could like put someone else at that table and then they'd be done by the time everyone's there yeah plus then you get a lot more bar sales because they can drink while they're waiting yeah that's true I don't know I had a lot of great customers that would like I made a lot of good friends oh yeah yeah I went out with a few like after like the guests that came like we're very friendly like people come in all the time like Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah it was great but they still ask about me I don't even work there oh well yeah like that's but that's how regular these people are there so it's like I feel like I kind of worked at a place where it's like, it's not nowhere else is like that. It's like mm-hmm. always busy, always consistent. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Those places are like so rare to find yeah. a spot that's like busy enough that you can make good money, but not so busy that it's like overwhelming. Yeah. A lot of the people that work there had been there over 20 years. Like Jesus. 15, yeah. Since like 95, it opened. So people oh have been God. there since they opened and Jeez. they were still serving and still doing, that's how good the money was. Like it was good. It was chill. Like people literally like, went to school they supported families like they had children like it was like a whole yeah it was that's crazy it was a trip I would I mean it's still it's still busy over there I would never go back because it's like a hellhole yeah (laughs) like no I don't want to see anyone ever (laughs) I hate that like I don't get sad like I did I was like bye guys like you know when I had to leave never see you again won't miss you that's what happened yeah still friends with like some of my coworkers there but like only one of them. Uh, yeah, I just, I got all my friends' jobs there, you know? Mm-hmm. One of the oh, girls, cool. I got a job there, which I don't like her anymore, but I literally told her <laughs> to apply. I was like, be a hostess. I literally looked at her face because they would go, don't be stupid. Like, come in, be a, like, work here. And then she did. Now she's AGM. So, Holy so I was like, crap. Don't, I was like, don't, like, and she did. And she always said, tells people how I said that. And it was like, oh, really good job, though. Like, if you need a job in Danville at a restaurant, mm-hmm. go there. Everybody, you yeah. don't. I don't know if I want to work in Danville, but good to know. No, nobody does. It's like pretty far out there, isn't it? 
I grew up in Alamo, so it was just like right there. And so I just oh, stayed okay. working in Danville, even though I lived in Oakland since I was like 22. Mm-hmm. I moved out when I was like 22, so but I still worked out there until mm. like 2018. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now I oh, know. It's recent. It sounds like it's recent, but it's that's five years ago. Fuck. So. You're right. I, <laughs> I, say, I still think it's the year 2000. Like, I swear. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I can't comprehend anything. If you're born in 1970, you're 30 years old. Like that's how my brain works. But yeah. Oh yeah. It is hard to think about it. Yeah. Time. (laughs) Like what is time? Mm. (laughs) Mm. I like them though. I like their, um, their giant coffees too things, you know? Oh shit. Yeah. I remember I would get those at this one office job I worked at. I would get them for the staff like the my coworkers. Oh nice. Yeah. They were really into it so I'd keep it stocked in the fridge. Oh wow, that's expensive. That's nice of you. I mean, I had a budget, so as long as I stuck to the oh. budget, I could yeah. like order them whatever. <laughs> work money, never mind, yeah. Yeah. No, that was like part of my job and after a while it was like the only one of the only parts of my job that like my boss trusted me to be competent at. Like order the coffee. <laughs> Well, yeah, because like I was the office manager, but like I wasn't super great at administrative tasks and she wasn't really good at like helping me figure it out. Like she'd never managed anyone before. And I don't think she had ever worked an administrative job herself. So she kind of expected me to just figure it out on my own. And like I did say that I was good at picking up things and learning quickly, but like like in my interview, but I still need someone to like help me too and like tell me what to do. So I can get used to it and then then I can figure out the rest on my own. But like like she expected me to just learn how to be an office manager by taking some courses online. It's not that like, there's so much into it. I would never want to. It's like I know. It's like because I figured it wasn't that far off from serving because you're it's up that you're just waiting on like the same people every day as opposed to like having to figure out a new table all the time and like you know, cater to a bunch of strangers for yeah, hours yeah i guess but i administer shit like you have a new problem every single day doesn't matter like i still have problems every single day with yeah. like software or something like just so many nuances and like variables to everything it's just like i don't care. yeah i really tried to make <clears throat> office management work for me but it really didn't like i just couldn't like you know earlier we were speaking about not feeling like part of the team like i just felt so at odds with the rest of the team at my two office jobs Um, well I I don't know I just felt like I didn't ever fit in like one of the office jobs it was because like everybody else who worked there was in STEM oh see Um, and I was and I'm like the humanities major with tattoos and like colorful clothes and I'm like oh my god like I really don't fit in here like I liked a lot of the people you know and we got along well but like I don't know I just places are like that i worked at a hair salon and they were all jehovah's witnesses oh so no they didn't like me but i found out there i was like i don't know why these people don't like me and then i found out after they're all jehovah's witnesses and i yeah, asked that'll them, do it yeah and i asked one time once i found out about jehovah's witness and once i did that i was straight shunned like it was so weird i guess it's like a what? really big thing is to shun people in that um religion i don't know but yeah, yeah. Well, you shun people who try to leave, but if you were just asking about it. I was asking about it. Like he actually brought me information and I think someone saw him like bring me like a pamphlet or something. And then I literally was shunned. It was the weirdest thing. I don't know what their rules are, but they're. Well, they, 
they're like among the they're like one of the groups that tries to go door to door to recruit yeah. people so it's they're weird like that they have to like they're not yeah. super nice yeah but like if they're so big on recruiting so it's surprising that if you were like showing so, interest maybe they just didn't like me maybe they didn't think i would be a good jehovah's witness so they're like yeah they're like you know what she is she's got too many demons in her head she's sinful <laughs> like how dare yeah sinful no. as fuck No, we get the expensive fancy eggs. I was talking about this with my last guest too. We I had to cut out a five minute digression about good eggs, dude. Like I mean, there's got to be a digression about high quality food in every episode. Raw milk, though, man. Oh yeah, it'll change your life. I believe it. Life.